looking forward to receiving seven watts of criticism <laughs> or analysis. I want to go on Talking Burger with them as like <laughs> as like as like the actor on the couch, you know? Yeah, the special show. guest. <laughs> Well, that means Mike killed off this fan favorite character in the last say, episode. Yeah, Let's bring yeah. him back. We, we, we have to kill you off then, right? <laughs> it's been a great run. Thanks, everybody. For your... <laughs> stab, 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 stab. Welcome to Nerdburger, episode 246. It's a podcast with Trace Guys. <laughs> Trace Hombres. Not un, not dos, but tres. Cayate. <laughs> what? Cayate. Cayate. Shut it. Shut up. Oh, okay. Cayate la boca. It's in a mouth. It's an episode already. This is Mike shutting up, and that's Craig. <laughs> telling Mike to shut up. Fine, let's talk to Mike. Michael. Let's Mike. Mike. Let's Whoa, talk wait a minute. To, hey, Mike. Let's talk to Michael on that's the mic. Confusing. Mike, get on your mic. What? Michael, you ready on your mic? Let's talk oh, to I'm Michael on the mic. Now. Ready? Ready? Up. Mike is on what the mic. What button do I need to push? Hey, Michael. Hey, Mike. Hey, Craig. I think we need to go back to my original episode, and we need to revisit. Um, going with Michael the Younger and Michael the Elder. That's because we seem to be running into confusion every time I come by. It's no. not that confusing. You're consistently Michael, and I'm consistently Mike, and we don't make a joke out of my name being Mike and these things we talk into being Mike's. Mike, it's happened twice since I've been here. Well, and I, that was b- here's the thing. Here's we the thing. Recording. Craig is getting on in years, and he's starting to slip on the difference between the two of us. And I, I, I'm worried about him, okay? I understand it's not the best for you and me. I'm right here. I... <laughs> oh, hello. Hey, hey, hey guys. Hey, you... Craig's here. You, you, you can see me, right? <laughs> I'm not a ghost. <laughs> I don't know. Happen? It might be one of those episodes where you're in two places at once again. <laughs> El Espectro. <laughs> El Spooky. Uh, El Spooky. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I thought That's... Craig was Skyping in for this one. I think um, Mike and I, we need, and Michael, you can you can kind of chime in on this, but Mike and I, we need to talk a little bit when before we I get into news. Um, I've seen this posted every so often on like, you know, useless fact or you mm-hmm. know, something comes through your feed. Is this one of those now, now that's a thing you know posts? Right, kind of. But now okay. I, I went and dug and I found the study that they referred to. And it was a study from uh, May of 2000. Not another study. Yeah. And the study found. <laughs> study hall. That the average person loses half their friends every seven years. <laughs> all of their all of the cells in their body and half their friends. <laughs> right? Sure. Um Oh man, I got a hit list ready to go. I got <laughs> I got a list of people I'm ready to lose. Now whether you now, now it's you know, that's how many you lose. Now you couldn't you may you may replace them. It that's on you to go out and find You're more friends. You're not just friends. slowly whittling away half Well, half otherwise, half right, I'm, I'm, do- I'm down to four friends, and seven years from now, I'll be down to two, and seven years later, I'll be down to one, and seven years after that, I'll have to cut that not friend it. in not half. Not it. It's you. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> but, Mike, uh, Michael, I would... Mike, Mike. See? Mike. See? It's happening. I'm going to throw my... You're going to go all Abraham on somebody, <laughs> huh? 
I'm going to go on Negan on somebody is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I meant Bible Abraham, but okay. Um, Wasn't that Abraham and Isaac? He's going to cut cut Isaac in half. And then God was like, God was like, God yeah, was go like, ahead, do it. God do was, it. God do was it. like, do psych. Yeah. Oh my God, he was going to do it. Like, as he was he's really going to do he's it. About to, yeah. And God's like, well, no, 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 just kidding. Psych. Well, and then, and I then, didn't think you'd really follow through. It's a Hold joke. On. It's a and joke. Then, it just got really real really quick. And then, and then, and then Abraham said, you know, it's really not a ne- very nice thing to to ask somebody to cut their cut their kid, you know, kill their kid. And God uh-huh. says, "Yeah, I know that was kind of a dick move." And Abraham says, "Where's Jesus, by the way?" <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew you were going there, and that's the only thing that prevented the second spit take. <laughs> so, <laughs> of the program, half your friends every seven years ha- have have ha- you have not them. half have. Not have. Have your friends. Mm-hmm. Have them over for dinner. Mm-hmm. Have them over for a Coke Zero Frozen. We're okay, just, stop. We're just full-on <laughs> full shock jock this episode, Mike, aren't we? it's the first week of December as we're recording here. Do you know the significance yep. of the first week of December? <laughs> um, From 2003? Oh, yeah, that's when we met. When, we, when I started working at the place where you were 14 working. 14 years ago. You forgot your anniversary? 14 years ago. Do you know what the date was? Was it December 1st? It was the beginning of December. That's when I started working there. Okay. As close as we're going to get. 14 years. Yep. So you made the cut seven years ago. And am I making it this year? I don't know. It's going to depend <laughs> an awful lot on this episode. If Craig hands you a rose, you make it through to the next Yay! round. <laughs> I didn't see you carry any flowers in. That's true. We're both on the chopping block. Hey, hey where's your bag? <laughs> is it here? What? Your bag. Right oh, okay. okay. It always is. <laughs> Mike, Mike really wants to make it through to the next seven so, years. The point is, we've had a good run. <laughs> um, what, what do you mean had? <laughs> and uh, we'll revisit this um, with with actual news uh, a little bit later. But uh, is there, do we have something incoming? Oh wait, do I, I hear something coming down the we, tubes? I, may, were, may, were we supposed I, to plan I, a show? I, I think. Wait, it, is is it vibrating? Whoa. Is there noise? Oh, there it is. It's a Skype call. Hey, who's on Skype? Hello there. Hello, Craig. Hi, Mike. Where are you now? I am stand uh, sitting. Actually, I found a place to sit. I'm on the food court, Ooh. the third floor of the Philadelphia. Con- well, it's a Pennsylvania Convention Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Looking, looking down. Literally, I can spit on the people that are registering for Sunday. <laughs> um, at, at PAX Unplugged. I'm literally looking down right on top of the registration area. Um, after I've been here for two days, um, I came in and I did uh, Friday and Saturday. <sighs> Very long day on Friday, slightly less long day yesterday. Um, I've run a total of nine two-hour games um, from the time I started on Friday morning at 10 in the morning. <laughs> Yikes. I'm dragging my ass. <laughs> so basically, other than some hours I put in at the uh, Indie Game Developer Network booth, and uh, I spent kind of last evening just kind of hanging out with people and playing some board games and stuff, I've been running games the whole time. So here we are, and I'm ready to go into my last two-hour shift at the booth, and then I'm basically just, I don't know, we'll, uh, I'll grab a little lunch, decompress a little bit, and then I'm off to the airport to come back to you, Mike. And I'm sure you've missed me. Two weekends, two weekends in a row. I haven't been there. Do you have questions about my experience? You, you have, <laughs> you have been here. You're here now. Yes, that's true. You were here last weekend. I am here virtually. Minutes. Yes. <laughs> so how so how, your... how does one game 
acoustically. What? Let's address this name they have there. Unplugged. Pax unplugged. Yeah. Well, the 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 unplugged is that Pax. <laughs> PAX stands for Penny Arcade Expo, and it's oh. pri- they've run a number of conventions that are primarily video game conventions. So that's not the airport designation, PAX? No, no, no. It's like PHI <laughs> in Philadelphia, smartass. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> All right. This is making more sense now. Yes. I, I'm at the airport at the game convention. <laughs> well, no. They, people refer to Atlanta where un- as the ATL. And... Yeah, where they've unplugged all the airplanes. Um <laughs> <laughs> Everybody no, just flaps uh, is, their arms. This is PAX's first tabletop convention, strictly tabletop. Got it. No, no video games. Um, none that I have seen. Um, it's you know, and and because it's tabletop, it's heavy on board games and heavy on card games. But the uh, the RPG side thing side of things has been re- remarkably robust, at least considering what they prepared for. Um, I was primarily doing what is called games on demand, where you have a bunch of GMs who have two games ready to go for two hour sessions, and people just show up like on demand they don't they don't have to sign up before and they show up and they pick a game and they sit down and they play sure so there's and, no guarantee that you're gonna have anybody there <laughs> yeah well there's no guarantee but that has not been a, that has not been the problem apparently because, not um the pack the packs pa- unplugged line has been longer than the tables can can take in the room for the entire convention they have turned people away every single slot that's a good problem to have so uh, that what, what that means for me is I've always had something to do. That's more important to me. It's like I didn't show up and have to suddenly have two hours free because nobody showed up to play. Um, I played, uh, I've run some capers and I ran, I've run a lot of die laughing because they had so many people coming. Die laughing, I can fit more people at the table because the nature of the game is a lot lighter. Um, you know, the rule set, it doesn't, it, it, it t- it's easier to take more players for, for a two hour slot. Sure. So we had a lot of die laughing games because they would send me six and seven players um so yeah <laughs> but i've i've sold a bunch of books um the the booth for for the igdn is doing okay my understanding is it's not booming like it does at gen con um but this was a this was a test year anyway because this is the first time pax has done this kind of a convention so everybody who's in the in the expo hall is kind of taking a chance we don't know what the demographic what kind of demographic is really going to turn out we don't really know what sales are going to be like you know, there's not years of history like right. Gen Con where you, you know what's going to happen. So that's been my experience. <laughs> <sighs> Got to go try to sell books. Got to stay upbeat. <laughs> Got to stay upbeat. Got to stay on. Two more hours. Two more hours of being me and being. Got to be smiley and, inter, and interactive. And then I can spend the entire rest of the day not talking to a soul other than the people that I have to talk to at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> I, I I am normally not a fan of just sitting at the airport waiting for my flight time, but I am not going to mind this at all. This is a this was an a catacon was was more laid back. This has been like you know just game after game after game after game. Whereas at, at a catacon, I was at a demo table and I would have pauses between people showing up. <laughs> yeah, time time where to, I would I, you know get up and go pee and exactly <laughs> drink some water to stuff. make more pee for the next time and yeah and maybe and just, eat you a know, snack. Ch- you're right. Chit chat with the game designer sitting next to me or just, you know, say hi to a friend from the Internet who was there who's like, hey, I've never met you in person. That's what you look like. OK, hello. <laughs> so I think that's going to about cover me. I got to get rolling pretty soon here down to the booth and sell some more games. Yay. Thank you for making yourself available, Mike. Um, 
that's about it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap for Craig at PAX Unplugged. Just about anyway. What's your What's your next convention? Not till the not new... till midwin midwinter in January yeah. is the plan. So I've got a month plus off, and that'll be a trip to see the family and everything too. So that'll be a longer trip. All right. Well, thanks for reporting from the field. <laughs> your field correspondent that's for right, Nerdburger. From... You You're on the scene. <laughs> I am. I'm going to. I'm going to go become part of the scene now. So uh, I'll talk to you when I talk to you. All right. Alrighty. Bye. Bye bye. Oh. Hey, look! You're you're here. I'm here. Wow, that was I'm well very rest- strange. I'm well rested. You got all like uh, you got all weird and uh, out of focus, maybe and like I, I could sort of see through you a little bit, like Marty's I w- hand. I was a ghost for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm all well-rested now. I, I caught oh. up, man. Send your guesses of where Craig will pop up next to nerdburgershow <laughs> at gmail.com. Hex Unplugged really took it out of me, man. That was a busy week. It weekend. sounded it, like uh-huh. I had fun, but man. Nine hours I'm straight. I'm so tired of people. What was it? Nine hours nine, straight? Nine games. Nine games straight. 18 which were hours worth eight, of games. Oh. <laughs> plus, Yikes. plus about five or six hours in the booth, plus like one part of one evening that I just took it easy. And we got a couple of us went to a diner. And had some dinner, and we played some board games. Nice. Oh, and uh, Aaron, who is a friend of Nerdburger Games, um, is a Philly guy, brought me local craft beer. <laughs> like Yummy. Showed up with a four-pack wow. at the convention center. <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to carry this around the convention center? <laughs> In your belly. So I would just, yeah, I just stowed it. Out of the way occasionally. And Seems like a very simple problem. Found a way to surreptitiously carry it with me until yeah. I got back to the hotel room. And then uh, fellow game designer Pete Petrusha and I enjoyed them. <laughs> well, I've got three quarters of a beer left and I need to go in there right now and I can't take this with me. What am I going to do? I'm going to enjoy this three quarters of a beer really fast. <laughs> glug, 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 glug. Whoa. That's how you know he enjoyed it. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Seems like you compromised an awful lot there drinking that beer so quickly. Well, I tr- I tried to enjoy it frozen, but it wouldn't freeze. Did you find it, it in your grocery freezer? <laughs> had alcohol in it. Putting an What's end news, Craig? to that discussion, which is What's nobody's going to understand. Um, or will they? Hey, you know Japan has weird stuff, right? Usually, they've yes. got lots of weird stuff. Harkening back to our discussion about whether or not you're going to make the cut here, Mike. Oh, are there going to be tentacles? <laughs> what? How, what does that have anything? What? You're going to? They have those in Japan. Yeah, but what was what does uh, cutting me in half and tentacles have to do with each other? Like, if you cut me in half, my halves will sprout the remaining halves, and then there'll be two of me. Stop talking about tentacles. He brought it up. Japanese culture encourages individuals to be highly insular, showing personal weakness and emotion in public or to peers is typically frowned upon and conformity is prized above any unique traits a person has, says the person writing these stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Um, but stereotypes have bases in truth. Anyway, there's companies uh, out there that will help you deal with not having friends or family members. One such uh-huh. company is called Family Romance. In an interview with what? the Atlantic oh, Family, that doesn't that that, tra- that didn't translate well. Uh, no, it didn't. Whoa. Family Romance CEO Ishii Yuichi is went a Game in, of Thrones. Let thing? me talk. <laughs> went in depth about his company, which provides professional <laughs> actors 
to fill any what? requested role in a client's personal life with a stable of over 800 such actors wow. you can find the grandfather, like boss, or friend you desire. Mm. What? <laughs> so this, this so I might dump you and move to Japan and get a better mic. Oh, okay. okay. See, <laughs> when I he see. hits it big with all this RPG money, yeah. he's moving to Japan and buying everyone in his life. And they're all going to be inexplicably Japanese. <laughs> if you can think of a role, one of Yuichi's actors at Family Romance has likely filled it. His actors range from infants to the elderly. Back up. Infants. Wow. So there's parents that are renting, mm-hmm. <laughs> renting their babies out. And you know the parents are going to spend all that infant actor money by the time they're old enough to know who their parents actually are. And they will generally take any job that isn't illegal or involves sexual contact. Uh, well, I personally always dreamt of a Japanese grandmother. And so, you know, it's That's nice to know that I can one day, I can one day have that in my life. TMI. And here's okay. where it gets gut-wrenching. I was wondering like what would they do with an infant? Why would you why would you rent a baby? Right? What what are the people going to do with the baby? Well, what's the baby for? Why right. why do you have a need to rent a baby? Uh-huh, uh-huh. A grandfather may hire an infant on his deathbed so he can pretend to meet his unborn grandchild before he goes. That's the example? Oh, oh man. I'm so sad now. Wow. I don't know about sad. Bring in a fake baby so I can pretend it's the baby that's not born yet. That's heartbreaking. Wow. And then, of course, there's dealing with uh, family members that don't approve of... uh, how you live your life where a lesbian might employ a groom and wedding party to get an intolerant and pressure pressuring family off her back. Wow. <laughs> Fake wedding. Employ a groom and wedding party. Uh-huh. And his wow. family. Yeah. This is my this is my husband this is my fiance who I just got engaged to, and this is all his family, and we're getting married today. Wow. How long how many times do you have to rent them to make that to sell that? I mean, you can't just Yeah, I mean that's Depending, show up at the wedding and depending, oh, here's everybody you a, haven't met yet depending this must be a lucrative line of depending work. on said lesbians like proximity to her family like if she lives oh, far true. away live in a right. different city. she might she might build the whole thing up like oh yeah. i met this wonderful man blah 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 and like we're so in love and six still months there's later, planning involved with this yeah, yeah seriously yes. or or she's done that not knowing this service exists and 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 it's like she's had a, she's, she's, lied. she's been dodging and now she's finally and... being called on it yeah yeah wow yeah. like the parents just show up right like she she makes some comment about how you know like she and you know ken whatever her <laughs> I'll say fake, fake person is i mean you have to admire <laughs> it says you know me and ken are gonna go do this and this this weekend and the parents are like oh that's wonderful and then they show up because they mm. know Ken's going to be in town. Yeah. Right, yeah. And then what do you do? Yeah. Oh. You make a quick call to Family Romance and hire yourself a Ken. I mean, you have to admire the entrepreneurial spirit <laughs> to, to, to meet the demands of the markets. I mean... Michael, can I rent you out? <laughs> For what? <laughs> nothing illegal and nothing that involves sexual con- contact. Just, There's still a lot of the, creepy stuff in that the, range, man. Well, that's true. <laughs> but, okay. I don't know. This anyway. is this is an issue in Japan. Isn't like their birth rate like yeah. really low because people can't get together? Nobody nobody like, is it's like, a, it's like a thing having, in Japan. Having any kind of romantic relationship. They all just want to be they all want to be in the friend zone. Yeah. It's not just not just the girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, why deal with a girl when you can buy an anime body pillow, right? 
Because this is like the full-on <laughs> extension of the hiring the mourners. Yeah. That was Japan, that too, from, wasn't yeah. it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And we talked about a couple years ago, something like that. So there yeah, you go. How about that for a, for a Monday at work, having to mourn somebody? I got I to gotta be at this wake tomorrow. I got to mourn. I gotta mourn for gotta, three hours. I gotta bawl my eyes out. <laughs> wow, is our our emotionally draining? What you know, whether you knew the person or not, you got to go in there and, and put on that kind of a display of emotion, right? Wail and cry. That's really sad that that so many people over there, uh, their lives are so empty. That, Whoa, that's that there's, a little much. That there are all of these uh, these industries popping up to provide you with the things that you would have. If you actually had family and friends and relationships. Wow. People in other cultures look at idiosyncrasies about American culture and say, isn't it sad that yeah. the Americans yeah. blah, 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 uh, blah. Sure, but this is... I don't think we're that sad. Pretty... Says the guy who is full <laughs> on 100% America. <laughs> this is a pretty extreme idiosyncrasy on, the, on Japan's you know, part. I don't, this, I is, don't... this is mild compared to some stuff I've read about. Cute tentacle yeah. porn. Hey, hey, I listened hey, to a whole podcast episode recently about uh, was an interview with a, um, a person who studies um, grieving and death and funeral practices. And they were talking about all the different cultures and different cultures doing different things and how, how judgmental people get about, oh, that's so disrespectful of the body. And you're like, but in that culture, that's the ultimate mm -hmm. respect. Like what, they do, like, what we do with days, our like... dad is incredibly disrespectful to them well, because like in... they, it's a different. I, I think what we do to our dad is incredibly disrespectful. Well, what was in like pioneer she made a lot days? Of great... They would like prop the body up and take pictures with it. Oh yeah, and like uh, that was a thing. Yep. Ooh man, you know I don't know if I want a whole lot of people mourning at my funeral. Like I, if I die today. I fully expect there would be a handful of people very distraught about it at my funeral. But then I kind of hope there's also a contingent of people in, like, party hats, like, really happy that I'm gone because I feel like that's the kind of life that I've led. <laughs> you know? I've I've told people what I want. My I don't have it written down somewhere, so I'm hoping that you guys will this is the record. carry this forward. This is it right here. This is the record. This is for the lawyers. When I die, burn me up. No viewing. No nothing like that. Yeah. Everybody get together at a bar, have drinks and food, and tell you stories to, about me. thought you wanted to drive through Wake. Are we sprinkling the ashes in the drinks? What are we doing with, I don't the, give with a crap. The, the rest I, of you? I don't give a crap. I'm Leave dead. it in the bottom of the furnace. Smoke huh? me. I don't care. I thought in a previous episode you demanded oh, dibs, a drive through wake. Well, we've joked about that. Oh, I that want to drive through wake. Okay. I've joked okay. about wanting to get shot to the, into the sun with those rockets that you can put your body in, your dead body in. Yeah. Oh, let's, total, no, but let's real, totally smoke Craig's ashes. <laughs> real, oh, so realistically, realistically yes. burn me up. I don't care what you do with the ashes. And don't have any sort of funeral awake. Just everybody go to a, a, a bar and grill and just spend the evening having food and drink and telling stories about me. What's and I'm your... not going to be there, so I don't care if they're all the bad stories. <laughs> What's your... So have fun. <laughs> What's your favorite animal carcass meat to eat? Mm, pig. We could use Craig <laughs> to start a fire underneath a pig on a spit and roast a pig using Craig. You could have Craig roasted pork. That's right. <laughs> then we could taste what's Fry left of Craig, piece of Craig and and have Craig be a part of us. I'm fine with that. I'm dead. At, at least for, you know, 24 hours. I fully want I Craig. can't do anything about it. I definitely want little bits of Craig traveling through my digestive system after. Breathe him in. Yeah. Have you been have you been watching the Orville? This yes. last episode? Yeah, uh, where, yes. With a gelatinous character. Right. <laughs> a little piece of him gets one of the 
guys, I some of the guys that. play a prank, and the little gelatinous ooze character they they break a piece off of him and they and put it on the buffet put, table. Put it on the buffet, and one like of, Jello, and the, and the guy with the iron stomach eats him. Yeah, <laughs> right. And so then, I love a part that. of me spent an hour in your colon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that only an hour. So wow, much. that Norm Macdonald character, Yafit. It's Yafit. I love Yafit so much. <laughs> Yafit's amazing. Moving I wish on. they had next, the CGI budget item. to have him around more. Yeah, they only get we only get him about every other episode. Get a little bit of him. Next, anything? Well, you mentioned uh, it, it's the beginning of December. It is, and um, Santa Claus is coming to town. That's right. Cue sleigh bell noise that I forgot to find. And last week we talked about spam, so you know what that means. That's right. It's time for holiday spam. Is it? Yeah. Holiday spam. Okay. I, I've gotten two of these now so far. One from okay. uh name on the account is Old Saint Nick. Uh that was the one I got this morning. The first one I got uh, a couple of days ago, name on the account, Chris Kringle. <laughs> Actual email address, members at Mercurades.email sloop services. That doesn't sound like Northpole.com. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it would be, right? <laughs> S clause at Northpole.com. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, it yeah, yeah, S clause because or maybe then, uh, it's maybe it'll be like you know, Santa's Village dot NP mm-hmm. <laughs> for North Pole NP, NP. <laughs> dot com. Um, yeah. So, uh, subject heading: personal letter from Santa. <gasps> oh wow! Really? How'd he find me? Make Christmas magical for the special children in your life. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh-huh. sorry. I know, I know Mike's opinion on this matter. Continue. Uh, send them a personalized package from Santa. Whoa. Capitalized P, package from Santa. Act now and get 30% off plus free shipping. Santa's package includes <laughs> personalized letter from Santa, official nice list certificate, that's, I assume that's saying you are on Santa's nice list. This proves it. Um, also, you get Santa's entire nice list, presumably including your name in it somewhere alphabetically, I guess. Will it have Bort on the nice list? Because Bort, Bort gets license plates in the little little bike license plates in the Simpsons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if he's going to be on the nice list if they're just going to include every name. What about Bort? <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's that's a joke a, that goes yeah. back 25 years. As does the Simpsons. That's what I mean. Also, <laughs> you get Santa's official map. To the stars? Uh, I'm assuming it's to, to North Pole? all of the people on the nice list where he's going to be visiting. Magically, within, you know, um, five minutes of each other. And they're only in predominantly Christian countries, mm-hmm. but continue. <laughs> Everything in Santa's package <laughs> is customized to your child's information. Give them a gift they will never forget. Well, you don't want a generic Santa's package for your kid. You want that package to be specifically for your individual kid. Personalized. I don't have any Christmas spam. Yet? I have I have <laughs> I have snap cougars. I have I deleted all mine. Credit I don't know what score, else I have. Simple blood sugar fix. Um uh, my credit score for the record, my credit score is rocking. Too bad I don't have any money to spend on. Like a big credit item. <laughs> oh yeah, I checked my credit well, score your car's recently. Getting, your car's getting up there in years. My credit score has. I'm going to drive that car till it's two hundred thousand miles the, on it. From the good into the excellent category yeah. recently. 
Excellent. Coming up in life. <laughs> nice. Just I'm, ticking right yeah, over. Yeah, on the little meter, I'm well into the green. Yeah. Hey. So, Craig, are you, ne- are you never going to own a property? Because, you know, that's a great way to, to make money. I know it's a great way to make money. It's also a great way to not be able to pay for it because you're single. And the places that I would want to live, I can't afford. Mm. Okay. Mm. Well, you got to start start small and work your way up. I don't. Live someplace you don't want to for five years, at or get stuck there for nine years. Or, yeah, or get, <laughs> as Mike holds his arms wide, <laughs> look, Craig, look Craig, upon my kingdom, look, Craig. Look upon what? Look upon what I have created. Look upon my empire, my starter home, which is now my deathbed. That's right. <laughs> we could we could just put a little bit of money into this place, fix it up, and make make some cash, and move on to a place we'd actually want to live in like three or four years. Sure, and then you know, and then everybody who wanted a lot of money in the uh, real estate business said, <laughs> "No, we're going to get all that money." Yeah. F you. <laughs> this is my. And uh, now we're doing. And now those people are doing the exact same thing with car loans. Yeah, this is my. There's uh, going to be a car bubble. Coffin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was planning to live here for five years. <laughs> Speaking of, um, that's what it is. Chris, maybe, we maybe Chris, I, Christmas I, I, every, time. For the record, every so often I go condo looking. Yeah. I, I go online and kind of look around and think mm, maybe. I've been thinking it's probably time <laughs> I purchase property. Yeah, See, that's the thing. I don't want property. Property. I want like a condo. I don't want a, mm. a house in a yard, and I don't have any use for all that crap, and I don't want to upkeep it. I think now might be a good time to go condo shopping. Okay, why do you say that? I don't know, because there were a bunch of people that, you know, had condos that they couldn't sell during the recession. Sure. So. I just love how much you guys clearly care about one another and each other's well-being. It's it's heartwarming. Aww. It really is. Listeners, you don't get to see the bond that I've gotten to see grow over the years here, but it's... I don't appreciate this sarcasm, Michael. <laughs> what sarcasm? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Nuremberger episode unless Craig tells me to shut up and... He implies I'm being sarcastic about something I heartfelt about. <laughs> That'll teach you to, to be serious. <laughs> Remember the time I was congratulating you guys on like 100 episodes or something, and then he like fart noise right at the end of it or something? I was like, thanks, Craig. Thanks. Craig used the fart noise on you? Craig doesn't use the fart noise for anyone. Uh, maybe he burped. I don't know. He did something, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was that uh, that wonderful 100, 100th episode extravaganza that failed miserably. Like two people Skyped in for. Yep. <laughs> hey. Craig, Craig, I feel like I feel like Mike is like your Mike is like your, you know, an elderly mom who like just wants to see you set up living somewhere nice. You know, I just I just I just want to see you settle down with a nice home and and put down some roots. You know, you're always you're moving you're moving into all these rental properties, you know, a different rental every night. And I just want to see you settle down with someplace nice. I like how you did that without looking. <laughs> You're staring right at Michael. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since we busted out, this, busted out the sound effects. Okay, next news item. What do we got? Oh, you are going to love this. Um, so speaking of all that stuff you just heard and the fact that it's December and people are buying gifts and, uh, Amazon is showing up at everyone's house. A, um, a woman in San Francisco, uh, sorry, Sacramento, uh, 
who has a and I don't I does anybody either of you know anyone that has security cameras pointing out, out their front door out their front door you know but like a from their front the front of their house like looking out under their yard and their oh, street like where you, in front where of their you see house. these videos of like people stealing amazon yeah, packages yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah um not off the top of my i mean i probably do but not that i know for sure but they you know the, you might but they haven't pointed it out to you or told you that they have one i yeah, don't know i, I, I don't know probably, of anyone there's that has probably one. somebody in my life that has something like that i mean I i've got like sure. 50 of them outside so your guys really okay go ahead nope <laughs> We're going to take a break from that news item, since your autoplay went off. Sorry. Um, I apologize. Am I in trouble? No, 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 no. Not at all. Okay. Did we, did we hit bingo? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I know where this is. I have a feeling I know where this is going. Go ahead. So, what's this, Craig? That's your notebook that you... Uh... This is the one you bought me. Is it? At the okay. very beginning. Mm-hmm. The first... What's, look at, what's the first episode? Three. Right. Because apparently... You saw me taking notes on random scraps of paper for the first two and thought, like I, I need to get him something him, he can I saw him writing on the back of, of a receipt. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> and then in the next episode, he turned it over and wrote really dark on the actual lettered part of the receipt. <laughs> and so then I bought him a notebook. <laughs> so I was going through this for uh, Frankenberger Volume 4. Right. And um, I decided since now I am fully into the era where I am, I am keeping Frankenberger notes for every episode. Making a note of like, oh, this, this piece here we could use yeah. in Frankenberger. We uh, cut that out yeah. from the, you know, before yeah. we started. Mm-hmm. You know, I say, you know, yep. before before the episode and, you I know, gotcha. at the break and then at the end. And I list every single topic that I might want to possibly include. And uh, and so I decided to start just paging ahead mm-hmm. to see what's coming up, what I'm going to include in uh, volume five. And I happen to notice on episode 75 okay, with guest Andy... Uh, and possible other guests, or maybe Craig was just talking about three years and some months ago. You were playing, you were playing, uh, games with some guys from, uh, Utah. So we called that episode rolling the dice with the Utah boys. Yeah, it was right after the, we all went, me and Ray and Andy went to Gen Con. That's it. And, um, yeah. So here, uh, under, uh, the, the intro seg, uh, portion before the actual episode, um, it says, Craig is irritated by autoplay. <laughs> Episode 75. Nice. That's, uh, what, 171 episodes ago? Yeah, three years ago. Over three years ago. Mm-hmm. I've been irritated by autoplay for a lot longer than three and a half years, my friends. <laughs> my biggest problem uh, is... I had that handy for the next time that it happened. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> That's fine pre-production right there. Um, <laughs> Only had to wait two weeks. I, I have a question, and maybe maybe we should wait for uh, Kevin to ask this question. But who asked for autoplay? Nobody. Yeah, who who out there said, you know what? I really wish websites would feature the immediate irritating video and audio that's getting in the way of the thing that I'm really there to do. I'll answer Ad- that adver- question. Advertisers? No, the people who own the websites who then told their advertisers. Hey, you know what we can do? We can <laughs> we can f- we can force take your, your ads. We can take your shitty project and slam it right into people's faces the minute they come to our website, mm-hmm. which makes them not to ever want to come back to our website. So we have to make sure that we get that product in their face right the first time. That's right. You know that I've only recently I've only recently had my eyes opened to how much advertising there is on YouTube. 
because <laughs> for the longest time I've had two different ad blocking extensions installed. And only recently I've noticed that on certain videos, when I try to open them, it's, I hear the audio, but this, the video is blacked out and I couldn't figure out why. Where, and then I finally realized if I turn the ad blockers off, I can see the video. That happens so a lot. It's now. blocking the video, but not the audio. Yeah, exactly. It's because I wonder you like, need well, the why opposite I... of that over there. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so I've, I've had to turn, you know, one of my extensions off. And so now I, I can't see certain video. It's like only recently they figured out how to not show me video unless they show the ad. So now I'm having to watch all the YouTube commercials and I'm realizing there's a lot of advertising on YouTube yeah, that I was well, immune to for mm-hmm. many years now. Who, who owns YouTube? Google. Right. Yeah, How does Google, Google make 97% of their, adver- their money? Advertising because yeah, they're yeah. evil. But it's like they don't, I'm, it's, they don't provide anything tangible or real or good. It's, I just, I've been, search, I've been, I've been sheltered for search, so long. You can search with them. You've got a mm-hmm. search bar. Mm-hmm. That's tangible. That's just there to... Uh, scour your personal information just to sell but to advertisers. I, I search there. Mm-hmm. You, know. you know, I think that <laughs> some some people here like you Well know, use Bing then. I think some, I occasionally do. <laughs> some people here like Google probably knows you better than you know yourself and they're really freaked out by it. And I think like maybe Google could tell me what I'm doing wrong in my life. Because <laughs> if it has all this data on you know, could it show me trends and mistakes that I make and point me in a better direction? Okay Google. I could really use all this data they've collected about me. Google's next venture, life coaching. Yes, exactly. How can I be a better me? <laughs> Processing. Uh, Processing. You've spent this many hours looking at Reddit posts after two in the morning in the last 30 days. <laughs> you know bring, you this, can... bring this down to yeah, 40% uh-huh, of average. Yeah. You know what you can do to make yourself a better you? Buy this thing right here. <laughs> Autoplay video. <laughs> F you. Oh, man. Okay, so back, back to pooping and Christmas, <laughs> Christmas deliveries. Ah, a uh, woman in Sacramento, not San Francisco, who has one of these uh, high-def security cameras pointing out the front of her house, um, caught a Amazon delivery woman, okay. appears to be a woman, who delivers her package, everything's fine, walks back to the truck, opens the passenger door, which is on face, you know, facing towards the house, away from the street, and in the shadow of the truck and blocked behind the passenger door, and we're not going to watch this video because you can't really see anything, but she um, squats down, lowers her pants, and poops in the gutter. <laughs> well, at least she aimed for the gutter. <laughs> she didn't put it on top of the package on the doorstep. <laughs> she could have walked up to the no. front door. Yep, she found um, enormous feces... On the, on the street, walking her dog, and and thought that it was it was from a dog, and uh, thought, my God, what 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 kind of um, hellhound is roaming the neighborhood? And so she checked her security footage and saw saw this video that that, that we have here, and um, so she she <laughs> contacted Amazon uh, on their Facebook page. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Amazon.com, why is your driver squatting in front of my house? Let me give you a hint. He, she is not tying their shoes. I have it on video. Did the, did the driver get fired? Um, Let's see. I sure hope so. Amazon told her the driver would be, quote, taken care of. Oh, my God. That's mob dun, sound. Dun, dun. That's, that's mob ease for <laughs> take you down to the dock and put your feet in a tub and pour concrete in there. It's and gonna be the in. last time you crap in a gutter. Jeff Bezos. Gonna, Bezos is that is that Italian? I don't know. We're gonna take care of that for you. <laughs> don't worry, we got it under control. We're gonna take care of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Consider the problem 
taken care of. <laughs> have, I ever, have I ever told you guys the turkey? We took care of that thing, you know, the thing. But <laughs> Have I ever told you guys the turkey story? Turkey uh, story? Because this reminds me of the turkey no. story. So I, I that years ago when I still lived at my parents' house, um, I used to work in their dining room most mornings. And one morning I was sitting there at my laptop. Oh, and I, oh, okay. And I looked out the front window. <laughs> like, and randomly, we got gotcha, you. We got gotcha. you. Randomly, in our in our suburban it's neighborhood, like a bed and breakfast. There was a there was a there was busing. There was a he was busing his parents' table. <laughs> Continue with the story, please. <laughs> I looked. I up. tried to shut him down. <laughs> I tried to shut him down, but I saw that he was going to go for it, so I just let him swing. I think the phrasing you were going for was you were you were working at the dining room table. Yes. But anyway. my, my things were on the table. <laughs> gotcha. Sure. Anyway, I look out the front window, <laughs> and randomly in the driveway, there's a turkey standing in the driveway. Just a, a turkey. Just a freaking turkey. Okay. This is, and I was this like, is in the north metro yeah, suburbs. Yeah, yeah. It's, in, yeah, it's in Marietta. And so I watch the turkey, and it walks up our front path, walks up the stairs, stands at the front door, <laughs> and craps all over the welcome mat. Nice. <laughs> on the welcome mat? All over the welcome mat, staring into the front door, craps everywhere and then a couple minutes later turns around walks away yeah just walks off wow and this happened several times the turkey it wanted a, a little privacy the turkey became a thing in our family that every so we all see started seeing this turkey the would same walk turkey the front doors. it was it appeared to be the same turkey that would walk up to the front door crap everywhere and run off wait it did this multiple times several times <laughs> And then we it was scared like marking it. territory. Finally, we scared it away from the front door, and the next day, it's at the back door. It walks up on the back porch, walks up to the back door, looks in the back door, craps everywhere, <laughs> and runs away. A turkey headed in for your family. What so did you? Was... Our theory was that it was seeing its reflection in the glass of these doors and oh, thought it was seeing another turkey, yeah. and maybe that made it crap. We don't know. Or does, it knows that you guys really enjoy Thanksgiving. Yeah, does this end with, uh, with it's a, a wild with turkey? A free so it's a Thanksgiving it's, it's a, dinner no, for your family. It's like a thin. It's a thin like wild turkey. Like right. it's not a yeah. big Thanksgiving one. Like you not think. a big plump no. butterball. Yeah, it's thing. just a wild turkey living in the woods. And so this goes. This we have goes them on. around here. Yeah, this goes on for like a month or so, until finally one day I'm I'm oh, standing I'm standing in the shower. And I'm washing my hair, and I hear this like. I, I, no, no, I hear a I hear a gunshot. Whoa! A very loud, and I don't realize it's a gunshot at first. I just hear like a huge like noise that like shook the tiles around me. And I didn't think anything of it until I get out of the shower and I'm getting dressed, and I see my dad walking by my door with his rifle, and I was like. Wait, did you just shoot that? And he was like, "Yeah, I got that turkey." <laughs> what? So once the again, the turkey was standing on the railing of the back porch. <laughs> My father has gone down to the basement, leaned up along the side of the house, shot the turkey six feet into the air. <laughs> guess what was? But guess in the line of sight of this turkey. Guess what was on the other side of the turkey? Oh no! My bathroom, where I was standing in the shower. <laughs> Jeez! My father. <laughs> Took a shotgun and killed this turkey with me like twenty feet behind the turkey. Were there, there pellets in the siding, like no, outside your head? So. But, <laughs> but he took it out. He placed it out in the woods as a warning to any other turkeys. Yeah, that sounds like something my dad would do. <laughs> sounds like your father took care of that. Yes, he did. <laughs> no more turkeys have shown up to crap on no our. No more turkey so. problems. Yeah. We took care of it. <laughs> 
I just kept oh. thinking the balls on this turkey. <laughs> you just show up and crap on the doorstep and run away. Multiple times. Yeah. Was it like, um, did it look like giant bird poo? Was it mixed black and white? Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. Weird. What's the plan, everybody? Uh, what time do we start? I don't know. We're, should we move on to the segment? Sure. I think we should. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we have, um, yeah, what, what other kind of great stories you got there? <laughs> What what else do you want to talk about? What other animals pooped on your yard? <laughs> on your welcome mat. Let's take let's go to the phones. Did it was it wait what was pooped this on thing? your yard? Yeah. <laughs> Here on yard poop talk. <laughs> I like I like to find my turkeys in my grocer's freezer personally. <laughs> That's an appropriate place for them. So we've all um when I've been here before expressed um appreciation for uh, how I met your mother. And I took, yes, and um, all the people who hate the final season are dead yes, wrong. Yeah. And they so, didn't understand what the show was about. Nope. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and so uh, I took some inspiration from uh, Marshall and, and Lily's long-term bets. <laughs> where, <laughs> That's true. They do have the where they long... Where take, they take bets on the you know what's going to happen in their friends' lives. And they use it to manipulate Ted. Yes, they, they, they keep him from getting married for years. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I, I thought that we could... Um, as as the Nerdburger show, we could take some prediction, some nerd predictions on some long term, some, some upcoming, some long, longest, medium to longest term, okay. uh, upcoming uh, nerd mysteries that are yet to be. This written. is this is awfully uh, <laughs> optimistic of you, considering that I might be cutting Mike out of my life here in the next few days. But if he, if either one of us make the cut, I mean that's seven that's, that's seven years from now. That's fair. So okay. The show couldn't um, have done as well and gotten canceled before they had uh, had had a chance to pay off all of those things. So, you know, true. you take you take your risks. Yeah. Uh, so I have I have two Star Wars <laughs> predictions. I have two Marvel predictions. I have two Walking Dead predictions. Two okay. Game of Thrones and one Star Trek. Wow. And you want us to chime in on what we think? Yes. Now we we had we had discussed paring down this list, but now we're live doing the episode. Sure. So we, we can just we, let's just let's just roll on pre-production. It. What <laughs> <laughs> we wasted all of our pre-production on that notebook thing. All right, so so we're <laughs> like thing the notebook that you just busted out. <laughs> that there was no pre-production with that. You said you've had that sitting there for weeks. Yeah, waiting for me to bitch about autoplay. You've had this booby trap set for Craig for weeks. You, now. Oh, that you was had, waiting for him you to stumble. You had that gun cocked and loaded. <laughs> <laughs> That didn't have anything to do with before this episode. Oh, anyway. whatever. Mm. Where are we starting? Um, how about this? Uh, we're about a couple weeks out from oh. the next, the next uh, Star yeah. Wars movie, right? Yeah. Sure. What is Ray's origin story going to turn out to be? Well, I've already ha- uh, predicted this on the show. What do you think? Uh, I I say that it's going to be um, it's going to be Luke uh got together with uh, Obi Wan's uh uh. Uh, bastard daughter. Oh, okay. and that's why Ray is, is so super strong with the Force. Uh, okay, I was I my my guess. What is do you that... call a bastard if it's a girl? Bastard. Okay. See, my guess is that she she is a descendant of Obi Wan Kenobi, but I didn't I wouldn't have thought she's also a descendant of Luke Skywalker. Ah, I think she's just specific. Just going to turn out to be like Kenobi's granddaughter. Just Kenobi's granddaughter, just, not just, related just to Kenobi's the Skywalkers. No, not not at all. Okay. Because when she finds the lightsaber, she's hearing Alan, Alan Guinness and Alec Guinness and um and and, uh, and the, Ewan McGregor's the, voice. Yeah. You know, they're the ones that are speaking to her. Mm-hmm. You know, just Obi Wan. 
But she, yeah, she and sees I, and Luke. I, th- I think that if Kylo Ren is Anakin's grandson and she is Obi-Wan Kenobi's yeah. granddaughter, that their their fight in episode seven mirrors their fight at the end of episode three. True. But she but my in my prediction, she's she's, she's both. still she's both, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. What do you think, Craig? I'm going to predict that she is the child of two characters we have never seen or heard of in the entire canon. You and think the, she's totally those a char- character? Yes, okay. they're, because okay. quite frankly, having everybody be a Skywalker or a Kenobi is boring. Let's bring some other families into this. Mm-hmm. What, okay. a, what about other Force-sensitive, force mm-hmm. you know, highly Force-sensitive mm-hmm. families? There is. Why can't we introduce some characters that could perhaps have their star, own prequel star, star movie their, five years from now? Or star in their own whole trilogy Written and directed by Ryan Johnson. <laughs> nudge, sure. nudge, wink, wink. That's my prediction. Not okay. related to anybody we've ever heard of. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Brand Skywalker new slash Kenobi, just Kenobi, and totally original character. Yeah. Sure. Okay. okay. All right. We've, we've covered everything there with that, <laughs> right. I think. All right. At the end of Episode Nine, will Kylo Ren be redeemed as Darth Vader was at the end of Return of the Jedi, or will he die a true villain? <laughs> I hope he dies a true villain since we've already seen it go the other way. Hmm. Ditto. And, and, I think they're going to redeem him. I think they can't help uh, themselves. I bet they do. And he killed Han Solo, so he deserves to mm. die. <laughs> Han Solo said he wanted to help. Well, see, Mike. The, the problem. The problem is that Chewie gets to. I get him torn or between, rip him in half. I get torn between what I think would be good <laughs> storytelling and right, what yeah. I would like to see because it maybe flies in the face of the typical yeah. storytelling. See, I think the, I the think, typical I think story would be let's redeem him at the end because he is, after all. Um, a solo and a Skywalker. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd like mm. to see him just go out a villain. <laughs> That'd yeah. be fine. I think so too. Um, the Avengers Infinity War trailer just came out this week. Mm-hmm. In- or or the movie that I would like to call Way Too Many Costumes. Right. <laughs> Way too many characters. Okay, so have in- fun. Everybody gets one line. I so, looked at the so cast going- list. Oh, sorry, on two Wikipedia, lines. It's gonna though, be like- two movies. Okay, so going- everybody That's gets right, two it's lines. Part one and two. Going along with that train of thought. Right. Who are they going to kill? <laughs> I've actually given this some thought. Okay. There's a lot of characters to choose from, so it's very difficult to make that prediction. <laughs> right. I'm going to I'm going to do it in two parts. I'm going to say, here's the way I think they'll handle the deaths okay. in general, and here's who I think might fit those roles. Okay. In the first movie, they will kill a minor character who's been around in multiple, multiple movies. Mm-hmm. Let's say Hawkeye. Okay. In the second movie, they will, about two-thirds of the way through the movie, kill a prominent character who is not one of the top three or four mm-hmm. to make you think, there's your death. So you There's think... your big moment, and then they'll kill one of the top three. So you think Avengers 4 will be a continuation of Infinity War? Then? There's going to be two movies. Okay. Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2. They've said that, that Avengers 4 is not necessarily... A... Part they've they've said it's not Infinity War Part Two anymore, but it could still be a continuation of whatever happens sure. in Infinity. Well, War. then this is what they'll then if there's just one Infinity War movie with all these characters in it, right. then skip the original the first death thing. They'll have a death of a prominent character that'll make everybody go, "Oh my God!" They there's the kill, mm-hmm. and then they'll kill the character that everybody really cares about. Okay. And if I had to guess, I would say it's going to be Captain America, and Probably. the guy and the guy whose name I don't know, but he's known as Falcon. Will become the new Captain America. Mm, okay, mirrors some things that have happened. They'll in the jack him too. full. They'll jack him full of super uh, super soldier serum and gamma rays for for some reason. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. And uh, and they'll make him into okay Captain America. All right. And I think um, Robert Downey Jr. is on his way out. 
because mm. he's done enough of these movies. And mm-hmm. I think uh, if they don't kill Tony off, they will simply have him become injured or remove himself, like step back, mm. and he'll, I'll just be the, you know, the the money and tech behind. See, the Avengers, I, and I won't be running around in the suit anymore. See, I've thought about that, too. And they can but remove Thor but, easily by just having him go back home right. and never come back to Earth. But see, I've thought about that before, too. But it's not like a Hugh Jackman thing where he's got to keep the diet and exercise regime going for like a decade. Like, Robert Downey Jr. can play Tony Stark forever. Does he really? want to? I've heard I don't know. he doesn't. Maybe really? not. Maybe I've, not. The rumors floating around. I had, he's been in how many movies now? Yeah. I have no, I had no, no idea eight. about anything. I just Does the eight sound right. Three Iron like Man's, that, yeah. two Avengers. Yeah. For some reason, S- um, Civil War, Civil War, yeah. Spider Man, and with prominent roles in all of these movies, yeah. not a, just like a one. You know, he was in, a, he was in a st- uh, uh, stinger. And he's had one or two walk-ons too. Yeah, he's, right. I haven't heard anything or read anything. I don't know why, but my gut immediately when I look looked that movie because I didn't even know what what is it <laughs> called Infinity Infinity War. War. Like whatever we know, we know. Um, it's okay, yeah. Mike. <laughs> so, I was, like I said, I was reading the cast list on Wikipedia and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and going, "Holy crap! How much did this cost to pay all these people?" Um, I don't know why, but immediately I just thought, for some reason, Iron Man's gonna die. Mm. That's I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go a little, a little off the beaten path. I think Drax the Destroyer is going out. I think Thanos is gonna kill Drax. Okay. Because I think Drax has shown a tendency in the movies to like take on fights he can't win. And he specifically said, I want to kill Thanos. I think Thanos is going to kill him. Is that the red guy? Uh, sure. <laughs> um, also, there's in, a lot of red guys. Mike. Looking That's at Infinity War from, from the, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. In the Infinity War trailer, we see Thanos wearing the Infinity Gauntlet. And uh-huh. during in the trailer footage, we see he has the Power Stone and the Space Stone already slotted into the Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. There are six total Infinity Stones, one which we've never even seen on screen before. During the movie, how many Infinity Stones will he slot into the Gauntlet? No clue. Don't care. <laughs> I want to see... Three of the remaining four. I want to see five. You think three? Sure, because then, okay. then, then it sets up some movie in the future. I think they're going the to one. slot in all the ones that we know about, plus two more that we haven't seen. There's going to be seven total. There they're going to go. blow. They're going to Wait, blow. How many are there? They're going to blow the minds of all the geeks out there. There's going to be seven of them. <laughs> I'm gonna all go the with... comic nerds are going to say, "What? What? 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 Yeah, I'm going to go with four. I'm going to go seven. All right. Okay. I'm um, going to go with one, if I'm one right, less than, the, I'm than right, total. I am a genius. Okay. I don't know. I guess I don't know the number. So one less than total. That's mine. All right. So, next save, season, save the last for another movie. Next season of Game of Thrones is the final season of the TV series. Mm-hmm. What are ma- what is a major death that will happen? Oh, <laughs> only one. <laughs> well, just pick one that we think that you think will in fact happen. Uh, Cersei uh, dies absolutely hmm. before the end of the season. Her baby too. Mm, I don't know. Cersei dies. Sure. Yeah. She has to die. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Daenerys. Mm, I think she's okay. going out. I'll pick Jon Snow. Okay. <laughs> Who ends up on the Iron Throne? Jon. Hmm. Well, that can't happen in, in my uh, prediction, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, totally can. White Walker, baby. <laughs> White Walker on the throne. Yeesh. Also, he can die and be brought back again and still end up on the throne. Tyrion. Okay. King Tyrion. Okay. Gonna have to get a little stepladder. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. But he's used little steps before. Mm-hmm. Right. He had mm-hmm. to use steps at his wedding to put the cloak on, mm-hmm. on Sansa. They made a big deal out of it. <laughs> No, didn't Embarrassed she? Didn't him she, with kneel, it. she kneeled down. I think. She she scrunched down a little bit, as right. but he also like, oh, man. he went to put it up there and <laughs> yeah, she, actually yeah, I think she, she she just she just scrunched down. Yeah, I'm also gonna go with Jon Snow. Oh. I think I think that's that's pretty likely. Um, on The Walking Dead, uh-huh. currently they're doing this all out war storyline this season. I'm way behind watching. That, everybody's so. at war. Not important. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Um, a very commonly common thing in the comics is that very early on in the comics rick's hand got cut off and Mm -hmm. for most of the walking dead's comic run he's only had one hand on the tv show he still has both hands Mm -hmm. will he lose his hand during during the war will he lose it at some point in the show after the war or will he never lose his hand on tv he'll never lose his hand never nope Mm. or if he does it'll be not too long before he gets killed that mm. maybe, so they don't maybe, have to deal with maybe that hiding. maybe the third to last episode ever but digitally to, removing to, his hand in every scene for, for, you, know, you can't do that with a main character you can fudge your way through Herschel not having a foot because you're shooting from the waist up all the time and, are, every, and already, every so often you do the digital removal of the foot well they, they already did it with what's his name that, that was working for the governor um, Daryl's brother they took his hand off and he came back with the with they the, just put a thing on him though well, they, and could, it was, they could do that. And clearly, his hand was inside it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it they, was way too long. They could, they could <laughs> still do that. No. No. I think he's losing the hand. I think they've already teased it several okay. times. The real, the real, and I think they're doing that to mess with the, with the comic yeah, I audience. Think that, yeah. I think the, the problem that Robert Kirkman, Robert Kirkman d- hates the fact that he chopped Rick's hands off. He hates that he did it so early on. He hates that he did it, period, because he's found himself saying... Every time I want Rick to do something cool, I have to go. I have to rethink how I can how it can be drawn because he doesn't have a hand. Mm. Think about all the things you can't do when you are missing a hand. Mm. He can't button his own damn shirt. He, he like like he, he he's had this talk where he's talking to the, zippers. where he's talking to the artist zippers. and he's 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 writing the comic and he's and he's giving instructions to the artist saying then you know and Rick is you know Rick is uh, putting his clothes on while he's talking to Lori blah de blah de blah mm. and Rick always wears a button down shirt and the guy was like yeah, how is he buttoning his shirt do you want her to button the shirt and he's like oh yeah he's missing a hand and it happens all the time mm. no mm. just too much of a pain in the butt mm. I don't think they'll do it. I think they'll. I think he'll Not lose it. Character. He'll lose it during the war. I think. I think they're gonna do it because they tease the the death of um um that character that died. Yes, and then <laughs> and then Negan finally. Oh, anyway. yeah. Um, something I haven't seen. No, you saw they they made they they did, there was the Glenn fake out at the dumpster. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, the worst fake worst worst. Po- most poorly executed death fake out in the mm-hmm. history of television. Right. So, um, he's under on. the dumpster. Uh, last one. <laughs> last one. He's hiding under plot. Uh. <laughs> See that big pile of plot over there? That's where he is. He'll pop up in a little bit. Um, Star Trek Discovery takes place 10 years prior to the original Star Trek series, which means that the USS Enterprise does exist during the timeline of this show, captained by Christopher Pike. Because it's 10 years before James Kirk takes over the Enterprise. At some point during the run of Star Trek Discovery, will they cross paths with the Enterprise on screen? Oh, of course. Yeah. They have to. They don't do that in a lot of other Star Trek series. That's not really a Star Trek thing to do, for the most part. Well, that's because in other Star Trek series, 
there either isn't an enterprise or well they could also you know they could they could for instance they could cross into the the mirror universe and run into mirror enterprise or they could you know when they come out with another movie they could cross into the kelvin timeline or something and run across the i mean they went to the trouble of, of creating a whole series and inventing an enterprise no one ever knew of hmm. it depends entirely on right? how much of it was called enterprise wasn't it, yeah, it was. yeah. <laughs> how it was much the, the nxo one <laughs> It, it depends entirely on how much of a bunch of D-bags the people who control the movie franchise want to be about it. Because there's a reason we haven't seen Robert Downey Jr. on Agents of uh, Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We haven't right. seen Hemsworth, and we haven't seen Ruffalo, and we haven't seen Johansson. We ha- right. We've seen, like, you know, tier two characters like mm-hmm. Lady Sif and Maria Hill. And they got one time, they got Sam Jackson yeah. for one scene to kick off the series. It was like an after after credit scene too yeah. of like one of the first episodes. And it, it took them to like the third season before they could say Iron Man. Right. The movie people were so like, oh, we're the movie and you're the little piddly TV show. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. If, if the... If the movie controlling producer people say it's okay, then absolutely they will do it on the TV mm. show. But it's going to come down to whether or not the movie producer people say, well, okay, we'll acknowledge that the television show exists. Mm. See, I'm going to go with no. I don't think they do. No. Mm. I don't think they do. Because the movies and the TV are separate timelines anyway. I, don't th- I bet they don't. Doesn't mean anything. And also because show. I bet they only they might only go like two seasons and they like you know they plan that for season four. Now if Chris, now if if Chris Pine pops into uh, the Orville, I'm on board. <laughs> the, God, that's a good show. The real Star Trek show, yeah, yeah. My friends Ben and Laura, the one that actually it. feels like Star Trek. My friends Ben and Laura are watching it too, and so every episode that comes out, we like we like compare notes afterwards about how good that episode was. <laughs> Anyway, we will revisit these predictions in future episodes as as these mysteries are solved and revealed, and we'll we'll be able to crown the current and defending Nerdburger predictions champion. Yeah, okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> gonna make a gonna have a belt made for this. I could. <laughs> it's, a Nobody, thing, it's a thing I'm known to do. Nobody will be able to wear it for like three years <laughs> till we get through all of the predictions. Uh, well, you know, we'll get through like the first one, and we'll see. Who was, who was oh, so each time a prediction who happens, was, was most we right. start rotating the belt yeah, around. We'll, we'll, we'll revisit as these. We'll go to come some up. online place where they'll make a cheap plastic trophy for ten bucks yeah. or something. <laughs> that can join your other knickknacks here on the Nerdburger desk, and we'll just put it literally. It'll sit next to me if I'm in right. charge, and then if and if your prediction comes true, it'll go over there, and there you and all the guests can enjoy it until yeah. Mike wins it. I'm fighting for all the guests, the whole stable, all of us. Yes, they had a vote earlier, and they all decided <laughs> Michael would be the best person to engage in this particular contest we should get a, a blue ribbon or a medal with a with a like an you know a, around the neck ribbon thing that says so that we can hang it on the sure. microphone booms it needs to say i'm the predictiest that's what we need is more stuff <laughs> hanging off of these flimsy stands <laughs> yeah make sure it's made out of plastic <laughs> i don't have a lot of room next to me where am i gonna put it we'll, we'll have a i'll have a crown fabricated there you go over the earphones a lapel right? pin just a full <laughs> Imagine Craig sitting here with a crown over his headset. I always imagine myself with a crown. <laughs> oh man! Craig's gonna end up sitting on the Iron Throne. Yes, he is. Except it's made of plastic because budget. Except I'll have I'll I'll have put all sorts of cushions in there, and I'll also have an iron footstool. <laughs> the and arm, an, and the an armrest will come up with an iron iron end table on which I can put my remote control. Your iron remote control. <laughs> an iron grocer's freezer section in the armrest. <laughs> Keep my iron beers in there. That's right. 
One of them home uh, theater chairs. Does <laughs> that about about do it for a segment? Do we have yeah. something else? Or should we move on to Kevin questions? We on. I don't... Are we still doing Kevin questions? <laughs> he we're... keeps sending them. <laughs> Kevin still hasn't gotten a smartphone, has he? <laughs> nope. That's why he keeps using... We are his Bing. Well, how many Google do you want? Google knows nothing about Kevin. Yeah. Because all his questions come to us. We we took a couple of weeks off, and then and then we <laughs> skipped, and then Kevin kept sending questions, so we've got three. Kevin still needs to know things. He's, he's really hurting for this uh, first one, I bet. Waiting. 39 question. Mm-hmm. I am currently sitting in an airport waiting for my flight to board, listening to my favorite podcasts. Sounds like me from a couple weeks ago. I have been wearing headphones because I am not a dickbag. <laughs> and I don't think I have the right to force my noises into other people's ear holes. I seem to be the only person here who knows about headphones. I can count four people within scoffing distance. That have decided that we all get to listen to their songs, YouTubes, or hear both sides of their phone call. What can we do to get this wonderful technology of headphones in everyone's hands? Maybe every major cell phone company should consider giving you a free pair with each purchase of a new phone. Thanks, Kevin. (laughs) I think you've answered your own question there. So we know Kevin has a phone capable of playing podcasts. Well, Well, we know that he has a way of listening to podcasts. It's possible. He never mentions he has a phone. It's possible that his wife listens to the episode, transcribes it, <laughs> and then they have a professional voice actor read it and record it on audio cassette, and he listens on his 1985 Walkman. That he has to wind up, I assume, to get it. Oh, they record it on the wax cylinder, and he takes a big phone, <laughs> one of those giant phonographs. Come on, give him some credit. He might have a Zune. <laughs> anyway, this is my suggestion. This is how I think we can do this. Hey, government, you need to make, put this into law and make this, make this happen. Yeah. yeah, sorry. This is one I think you'll be in, in favor of. Okay. I know Mike will be in favor of it because Mike's in vindictive a-hole sometimes. And I think one of, <laughs> right now is going to be one of those times. I think that there needs to be um, a, a, a special airport police force. And we'll start with airports and we'll broaden it out into other areas. But we can have somebody who's you know listening to their music and everybody else can hear it. They're not using headphones or whatever. Somebody walks over. Um slaps them across the face <laughs> to get their attention then reads from like a Miranda warning card and I'm not sure exactly what the phrasing will be but it'll be something along the lines of for the crime of forcing everybody else to listen to your music this sentence is hereby carried out according to law statute blah 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 number 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 and then they shoot the fucker in the head Woo. and then he looks around to everybody else and starts tossing headphones at people <laughs> <laughs> You sacrifice one to keep the herd in line. And then, he st- and then he stands there until that flight boards. Wow. That's extreme. <laughs> I'm-, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not surprised that Craig wants to codify into law slapping people in public. That's just to get the person's attention. To make sure that they're looking right at him when, uh-huh. he, when they take the bullet between the eyes for being stupid in a public place. Did that part also not surprise you? <laughs> I, I mean... It's a little extreme, I understand. My eyes didn't get very wide, let me I put think, it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I think it'll get the I felt point the across. urge to nod slowly, like, yeah, I saw where this was going. <laughs> uh, see, I could have I predicted the way this would go based on how I wanted it to go or based on where I thought Craig would take it, you know, from a storytelling perspective. And I assumed the person would die at the end. That's a fair assumption. Yes. 
Had, did you predict that on a previous episode? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, no crown for you. <laughs> Yet. Um, is that it for that one? Do we want to do another one? Sure. 40 question. Do you think Dolphin Noah built an aquarium instead of an ark? Dolphin Noah? Dol- Dolphin, Dolphin Noah. Noah in the in the universe where everything that happens on Earth to humans happens to dolphins. Okay. That's a weird question. <laughs> Would he build an aquarium instead of an ark? Do you know where I can get my hands on a copy of the Underwater Bible? <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Probably underwater. What's it written on? Clamshells. Seaweed? Seaweed. Is it laminated? <laughs> it's written. It's written with squid ink, right? Octopus oh yeah, ink. yeah, there, yeah. Squid ink and seaweed <laughs> could be engraved into coral. Oh, it's like one of those giant clams. You know, the big ones, like the three foot across ones. Mm. They open, they open it up, and all the pages are in there. <laughs> there we go. It's, it's a, a hard, it's a hard cover. <laughs> the hardest of covers. And there's a pearl. Oh man, <laughs> size of your fist. Evan, what are we going to do with you? Since we're flying through these, let's get caught up. 41 question. Do you think there would be any interest in an after Nerdburger podcast where I take six to eight hours each week to break down the happenings on the Nerdburger podcast? Thanks, Kevin. So Craig starts out the episode, and I can already tell that Craig is in the mood, but Craig turns to Mike. And he says, shut up, Mike. And Mike seems surprised, which is odd. You know, if we can revisit episode 74, we can see the the beginnings of this storyline. It's like the sports center version of the podcast. We're going to just... I would be more in favor of like a... Break it down. I'd be more into like a Nerdburger after dark, you know, where like like Nerdburger gets sexy. We've talked about doing Nerdburger after dark every so Seriously? often. Seriously, yeah. Well, we'll just we'll get out, get together here in the evening, and we'll we'll have a few beers beforehand, <laughs> and then we'll record an episode. What the, it, I miss? It's it, come up. I'm missing episode seventy four. Oh no, there it is. He's trying to find the title. <laughs> was was it Kurt? Just, it just says? Oh, it's uh, in the glass with Kurt. Uh, okay, I don't remember all the specifics of that episode. It was like three and a half years ago. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we made fun That's of Windows me- Phone. That is the me and Ando Remember podcast. Remember when Windows had phones? Where we hey. review, re- break down and review episodes of Nerdburger. Hey, hey, here, 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 you want to do this? Let's let's throw this out there. Big talking, Kevin. Hey, Kevin, get your radio buddy over there. Listen to an episode of the podcast, then do a one-hour breakdown of the podcast. Record it. Send it to us. And if you send it to us, we will put it on the website. Okay. <laughs> We'll call it the, you know, call it whatever you want to call it. Come up we'll with a cool like name for it. Nerdburger Leftover. Nerdburger Center, <laughs> like Sports Center. No, it'd be the, the Talking Burger. Talking That's Burger? That's exactly what there it is. Okay. Talking Burger. Hey, with, Kevin. Uh, Nerdburger Challenge, Kevin. There you go. Talking talking Burger with Chris Harddick. <laughs> no, no, with, with Kevin. No, that's and, for Nerdburger After Dark. Uh, Kevin and Andy. Is that his name? The other guy's name? Uh, I don't know. I think, I think it's Andy. Let's see if uh, let's see if we receive a Dropbox link in the next mm-hmm. couple of weeks. <laughs> Have some more content for the website. Of course, the holidays are coming up, and if he's got like a week off of work, this might happen. <laughs> now I know what I'm doing for the next ten days. <laughs> Watch it somehow have higher production value, too, just to stick it we, to you. Somehow. It's not hard to do. No, it's not. 
<laughs> Whoa, that was mean. Uh, they just... were don't they were they record in an actual it's a radio, radio station. Stu- station studio. Yeah, actual yeah. honest to goodness radio program. Mm-hmm. Wow. A couple hours on Sunday with real equipment. With that like, costs dozens of hundreds of dollars, it's, probably it's something probably like don't that. Have it's, a single twist die. It's it's it's, it's it's like a seven watt <laughs> radio <laughs> station. They get it, it broadcasts to like two blocks away. That's you know, se- it's a very it's a small radio station. That's seven more watts of broadcast power than we have. That's fair. That's very true. <laughs> how many watts? Hey, take a look over there. How many watts are we pumping out right now? Zero. Okay then. <laughs> well, Wait, if we had a watt meter, zero, it would say two. zero. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. We hope to hit one watt sometime in the next year. A we whole hope that the, watt just to ourselves. The cumulative wattage of the entire run of the Nerdburger podcast will <laughs> equal one full watt. Uh, Michael, thank you for joining us. Craig and Mike, thanks for having me back. Always a Love pleasure. doing the show with you guys. Oh, boy. Mike? Where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And if your name is Kevin, accept the (laughs) Nerdburger Challenge and email us there (laughs) with a Dropbox link to our special add-on episode. Uh, You can go to (laughs) Nerdburger Games or GameStuff, and you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy Murder's Acquisitions and the Capers Preview Edition. Looking forward to... Receiving seven watts of criticism <laughs> or analysis. I want to go on Talking Burger with them as like <laughs> as like as like the actor on the couch, you know? Yeah, the special the guest. <laughs> well, that means we... Mike killed off this fan favorite character. In the last say, episode. Yeah. Let's bring yeah. him we, we, have, we have to kill you off then, right? <laughs> it's been a great run. Thanks everybody for your... <laughs> stab, 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 stab. Does that mean I made the cut? No promises. Uh-huh. We might see me in a flashback sometime next season. <laughs> yeah, but you'll be older and like <laughs> clearly not the same. Clearly age. wearing wearing a wig. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig predict what their friendship will look like seven years from now oh, when we're up for the next cut. Because I think, Mike, you're gonna, I'm gonna keep you. I think you're gonna, you're making the cut. It was it at Michael's expense? No, but sure. It's gonna be like Bizarro <laughs> Nerdburger, where somehow, like, Mike is now the single one because he's made mistakes, and Craig is now the married one with the house because he's made completely swap roles. <laughs> so join us in episode six ten. <laughs> 610 for uh, for all that fun because I believe if I did my math correctly that's the episode number we'll be on in seven years yes okay <laughs> episode 610 remember when I told you we should probably number number the episodes 001 <laughs> we'll, we might hit triple digits <laughs> was that your suggestion yeah <laughs> and you're, you're like no <laughs> we don't even need two <laughs> Who loves their cola but doesn't want to make a sacrifice? <laughs> well, the people at Coke Zero have a product they'd like to introduce to you. you sure, I love to do a pharmaceutical diet, commercial. Aren't there sacrifices involved? That's where you're wrong, Ted. Coke Zero offers no sacrifices or compromises. Go on, have a sip. 
Hey, you're right. I'm not compromising anything at all with this. This is the finest diet product I've ever ingested. Where is it available? In your grocery freezer if you like it frozen. 